Jim Davis, I'm Fred Deweese, and I wrote the Lisa Dupe tagline. Yeah, nice. that was me. My name's Fred Deweese, and I'm Jim Davis. I'm not going to pretend that I'm is... Christopher Winter. Okay, okay, good good to know. Uh, my name's Andy Dousman, and uh, my name is Jim Davis. I am going to pretend that I am John Gibson. John uh, generally goes using the he, him pronouns. Uh, what else we got here? It's, it's Thursday, it's August 8th, it's 1982. We're reading the 1,112th ever episode of Garfield. Hey, Fred. Hey, Andy. Remember that, remember that time we feuded and then we ended up recording a week of Garfield podcasts? I but do. But now it's Sunday yeah. and now we can, we can stop? I, I actually have lost track during this entire thing of whether we are being friendly or hostile to each other. I can't tell. Are we best friends or biggest rivals? I mean, I literally have a sign that I painted for this podcast that says Fred, Hart, Andy, <laughs> and then there's another heart at the bottom. Re- remember that time you, you painted that sign and then um, and then you you gave yourself a really bad headache because you, you huffed the fumes for like two hours when we recorded a week's worth of Garfield podcasts that yeah. were going to get de- relegated down to Sanders Club? I do remember that. It was good times. I mean, parts of it were good times. The being relegated didn't feel so nice. It's not going to feel great, right? Because we're going to be like, hey, John, hey, Christopher, you know, you've been doing this for a number of years. Um, you know, Fred and I gave you a gift. We recorded a week's worth of Garfield podcasts. Sure, there was that one part that you're going to have to to fix the editing uh, because I, I dropped my coaster and it knocked out my, my USB keyboard. But, you know, other than that, it, it's, it's been pretty good, right? I mean, peerless. I would call this peerless grandmaster podcasting that we're doing here. Right, like it can't it can't get any worse. It can't. So. I'm sorry. Did you just try to sell our bit of this podcast by saying it can't get any worse? I don't. I don't think it can. Uh, no, you're probably what, right. What happens in today's What happens in today's Garfield? In today's Garfield, Tinker, Taylor, Soldier. Garfield? I like the way you read the ellipsis and I didn't have to correct you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I thought it might disrupt the flow of the the reading, but No, no, no. You do uh, you did a good job. I, I I'm happy with it. All right. Uh today's Garfield is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven panels long. Sorry I had to count those individually. Um it's not I, something that, that I have to do very often is site recognized numbers. Right. Only only one panel is prelusionary. Uh, we will not talk about the prelu- prelusionary panel. We will only talk about the numbered panels. Uh, I would say that the second panel, the yeah, the second total panel is the optional first narrative panel, which I feel like they had a name for post. No, the regular panels are postlusionary. What's this optional second panel called? I, it, I think that this is a. Uh... I don't know. I feel like the whole top header is uh, it, like th- this one's actually pretty good because it actually works into the narrative, right? Pre pre narrative. Uh, I mean, in the story, it is literally narrative panel one. It's just optional. Let's call prologue. it prologue. 
Op- prologue. There we go. Prologue panel one. I like prologue panel one. Fred, what happens in prologue panel one? In prologue panel one, Garfield, stage left, uh, street lamp, stage right, uh, a nice sort of medium blue background. It's actually about the same blue as the icon for, as the blue that Google uses. Um, the, the Fred, I hate to interrupt you, but oh I my God. a correction. I feel like that's more purple. Uh, no, blue, but you're a you'll, you know, fool. I hate you. I, you are my nemesis. No, I'll let it slide. Keep on going. My podcasting going. nemesis. I do not no, care about anything that you say. It's blue. I know this because Google uses the color blue. And this is the same color as the color that Google uses when it tries to use the color blue. We'll, we'll get to that in, in later panels. But uh, what's what's Garfield Thinkalog in there? So Garfield's Thinkalog, coming directly from, it looks like, the junction of his ear hole whiskers yes. and his cranium. I'm glad I'm glad you have finally accepted the existence of ear hole whiskers uh, as being critical to the reading of Garfield as a cat. They're gross and awful, and he is thinking, the time is right. Is he thinking it like that? Oh yes, that's 100%. fine. I just, that's not no, how he... I read the po- That's not how I read the panel. Uh, okay, how do you read the panel? Bear in mind that I can't do voices. The time is right. No, he is definitely being dramatic. <laughs> he is being dramatic. I mean, he's smiling, so maybe he's not. Maybe he's like Jim Carrey. Yeah, that. No, that's not Jim Carrey. Anyway, he's smiling for some reason. And thinking about how how right the time is. Thus, collu- uh, thus uh, concludes introductory uh, prelude panel one. I'll accept colludes as the wrong word for that situation, but nevertheless appropriate. I, I mean, thought I said co- concludes. You started to say colludes, and and well, I was behind it. I, I'm going to keep on going then and not stop and say that Narrative in panel, two. panel one, this looks like the perfect spot for a clandestine rendezvous. I think you Thinks mean Garfield stage left street lamp still uh, stage center, right? Right. Casting yeah. a single, a single conic section beam down on what is an otherwise bare stage. All right. I, I'm going to take issue with your use of the word conic section beam in this case. Okay. Um, because I would say it is actually, in fact, trapezoidal. Well, that's that's because the rest of the conic section is uh, occluded by the lampshade. But it's not like there are no curves here. Name a conic section that doesn't have curves. It's a section of a cone. It's not. Oh, ah. So you're talking about a triangle. If you if you make a section. Uh, through a cone and it goes through the point of each cone we're going to call that up with a triangle we're going to call that the apex and yeah that's the word i was looking for and, yes. and that is true only if the plane is parallel to the uh the axis of the cone which this obviously is because obviously. that's how it is drawn but it shouldn't there's be. No other, there's no other conclusion one can draw from seeing this panel, Fred. Right, but it shouldn't be. My point is that if the street lamp were actually casting its bright gold, yellow, warm light on the wall behind it, it would be projecting a uh, parabola. 
the classic Fred, comic I, I section. Fred, I don't want to correct you because I feel like you you've do. gotten past you, our rivalry. You do want to correct right? me. I can hear it in I, your voice. I, I don't want to, but I have to um, because I feel like uh, I feel like the the lamp shade, uh, the, excuse me, the lamp color is actually a urine yellow color, <laughs> uh, not a warm street lamp glow. <laughs> that is not a pretty yellow. It's kind of just like, well, I got some yellow. Uh, it's pea yellow. Okay. Gonna just kind of paste this in here. Maybe I find that welcoming. What are you gatekeeping? What's a welcoming yellow? Look, um, this is not a topical podcast. We are going to. Bring- we're going to march right on to panel two. Did we say Here what the comes... dialogue was? Yeah, we did. Don't worry. Did we? Okay. Yeah. No, I, I thought about saying some stuff about how um, clandestine and rendezvous are both French. Um, right. But but uh, we pronounce them in an English way And I, as I was reading it. But then I, I decided to just let it go. Here comes my double agent now, Garfield, now looking center stage thinking uh a logging as uh as he kind of glances at a shadowy figure i mean it's a creeper there's a creeper creeping that's a creeper that's correct i could not figure out how to describe no, that he's guy. A, he has a creeper creeping from stage right he's got a creeper he's creeping from stage right his slacks match his hat match his jacket but which we, those contrast with his belt which is black the others, is black. all beige. All beige. All beige all the time, except for the portions of its outfit which have been saturated in urine. Yes, that is true. The right portions of his outfit have been saturated in urine in the shape of a classic conic section, the triangle. One of the best uh, conic sections. Uh, peeling Top himself four. away peeling himself away from the puddle of urine uh, being dripped from the, the street lamp. It's being sprayed. It's not being dripped. It's going everywhere. Man, I don't even know what this guy is saying to this one. I I, I, I genuinely, I tried reading this panel right. out loud as preparation for this podcast because as we all know, I am overprepared for this podcast and I could not figure it out. Iwaki43 and the letter C... How do you what what is the first word? It is spelled E E E A W E K Y and I had to get real close to the screen there. Yeah, no, I'm leaning way in and I apologize for how loud I am on the mic. Uh because E E E A W K E Y E Wacky. No, he's talking about Ewoks. This is a Star Wars This is now a Star Wars podcast? Yes. Uh, 43 and the letter C. That is clearly a uh, a code for the Rebel Alliance. Uh, possibly the Mandalorian. Baby Yoda is probably being played by Garfield, oh, stop, who is thinking. Stop! Do not call that creature Baby Yoda. It is an infant. It is not in your lap. May dampen your spirits. This now ties this together in the universe of the Mandalorian. An infant, clearly Baby Yoda. No, the child. May dampen your spirits. Not Baby Yoda. Clearly, the urine streaming out from the street lamp. Okay, no, Look, you, I'll, I'll give you that. I have no objection. Okay, uh, next panel, panel four. Uh oh, it's counterintelligence. Garfield, is he being? It, is he in his uh, his contact? Are they both like? Are they both looking now, stage right, or 
uh, or so. has he been picked up by his contact and is being shown to the three <laughs> new creepers? Hey, look what I got. I got this there. orange lasagna cat. Right. Uh, Garfield thinking, oh, it's counterintelligence. But he's uh, not... Counterintelligence listeners should be hyphenated, uh, but it is not. Jim Davis, come on. Get your, get your tradecraft together. Yeah. No, I accept your criticism. As Jim Davis, I accept your criticism. That's fair. Uh, down in front, Garfield thinks John Arbuckle what? in a why, double wide. Why is John Arbuckle in this five. comic? So, first right. of all, can we talk about who counterintelligence is? Uh, maybe it's maybe it's John Arbuckle. No, it's three guys dressed exactly like the double agent. No, I said that three creepers. Oh, he's a double agent. I did not say that. Yeah. These guys yeah, are triple is, agents. Right. This is definitely some Tinker Tailor soldier spy stuff going on here. Down is that, in is front, that movie Garfield. worth my time? Oh, yeah, man. It's super good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite authors, William Gibson, once said that if you oh. don't understand the movie Tinker Tailor soldier spy, then you probably didn't spend all of your college years uh, reading and rereading and rereading it obsessively. Um. Andy, I don't know if your camera is on, but I am pointing to the sign that says Fred Hart Andy because uh, William Gibson is one of my favorite authors too. And so I, Fred, I feel I, like we're basically the same person. Hey, hey, Fred, you want you want to see this? Watch this. I can oh. reach over here and I can show oh, you. Oh, how is agency? agency? How is agency? The latest book by William Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Peripheral. I have not yet read Agency because time. Okay. Um, all, all I know is uh, I the, the previous book that I read before Agency was uh, Haruki Murakami's Killing Commendatore. And uh, the style difference was abrupt. <laughs> I don't know who that other person is, but I am laughing anyway for the sake of. Uh... It, it's just, just uh, imagine, imagine a Japanese author kind of writing some magical realism stuff, hmm. uh, which is then translated into English, and uh, ver versus William Gibson's almost sentence fragment-like writing yeah. structure. Nice. And it is, it, it, it was distracting for the first third of the book. Nice. All right. So uh, we need Garfield. No. Think. No. Thinks in bold. No. We cannot finish the Garfield until we talk about our favorite William Gibson trilogy. Okay. Hold on. Um, I think. I think my favorite uh, is uh, is probably the Bridge, and I think that's probably okay. also his best, although. Hmm. I think I think that um, actually I might argue that Blue Ant is probably better. I think Blue Ant is more accessible for sure um, because it is more sort of present tense. Um, if you told me that I could only read one of his trilogies for the rest of my life, it would probably be Blue Ant. But I really enjoyed the bridge. Like I enjoyed the assassin with the ceramic knife. Like that dude was awesome. I loved the like the watch kid i loved everything about that um listeners would uh would note that i uh i saw william gibson's uh 
Keanu Reeves vehicle uh, Johnny Mnemonic on opening <laughs> night <laughs> when I was 17, uh, maybe 16. Not totally sure when that movie came out. Uh, that movie stars Keanu Reeves. It, it, it prominently features Ice-T. Um, and I watched that movie, and I was simultaneously like, this movie is not great, but it is also awesome. And because uh, I had gotten to that point in my, uh, you know, in my mm-hmm. ability for lit crit, right? And I was like, this is pretty great. Um, so, so there you go. That's, That's a 1995. 1995. Yeah. I don't know how I convinced my parents to let me see an R-rated movie on opening night in 1995 when I was 15. Oh, okay. So we are we are not quite the same age. I'm a little bit older than you. I was born in '77, so uh, I didn't have to have my mom sign a a permission slip. But I also didn't see but, Johnny Mnemonic on opening night because nobody saw that movie on opening night. That's not true. I saw except, that movie on opening night. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, I, I. I was definitely the driving force in my group of friends to go see Johnny <laughs> Mnemonic on opening night. Uh, Quiet, you fool. You could blow my cover. Garfield thinks while obstructing his 4x3... I don't know. Is that like a video toaster? What's going on there? <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those old-timey TVs that sits... Like the TV sits on the floor and not because you can't afford a thing to go into your TV, but because it's designed to live there. Uh, I have a question. So yes. you agree that this reads as a TV and yet it's antennas on the top, but when Garfield's ear whiskers come out of its ear, you've got a bunch of like semantic uh, and semiotic problems with it. So, okay, I can find a bunch of pictures of TVs that are floor-standing TVs that have antennas on the top, you know, your traditional rabbit ears, um, like because those are a thing that existed, but the other thing that you said that I don't remember what it was. Oh, the ear whiskers. They that's that's not how cats work. I I feel like that's how Garfield works. <sighs> that's... After All right. after All reading right. fifteen hundred Garfields. I am I'm gazing up and to the right, which means that I am engaging my uh, imagination and my recall. Maybe those are different directions. I think maybe up and left is imagination, up and right is recall. It's one of the ways that you can tell if somebody is lying to you. Anyway. Um, all right. Maybe you're right. So maybe, is that, maybe, is that a transition so, into so the Garf- talking points? Because, no, it's uh, not. It's because Alha08, about eight years ago, said his imagination knows no bounds. Was he, was he, predicting, was he predicting Fred Deweese looking at this? I think he almost certainly was. Uh, okay. Uh, Chronicle Hunter, over four years ago, so a four-year gap between Chronicle Hunter and Peter Fox 37, by the way, we'll get to that in a second, uh, says, an infant in your lap may gampen your shorts, XDD, all caps. Uh, High Roller Hydra 87 replied, a year after this guy. Yep. This is the best thing One about year after. I am so glad you introduced me to this concept. Says an infant in your lap may dampen your spirits. Right. And and I don't know that, what's going on there. I feel like this is a missed connection. 
right? <laughs> like they were like, a this year is gonna go off. on Craigslist. They're like, oh, I love Garfield. You know, you... <laughs> me, high roller Hydra eighty seven, born in the year eighteen eighty seven. I'm ninety five years old, and he is. He is getting on Chronicle Hunter's case there a year after Chronicle Hunter posted it. Peter Fox, roughly about the same time, uh, I'm sorry, I'm got sorry. confused. Peter Fox, got confused, 37. And he, he thought he was commenting on a Foxtrot cartoon, but instead misclicked <laughs> and ended up posting his cartoon on the Garfield webpage. It says very good use of background, right? Um, I, I've, uh, I've met... Uh, bill amond a couple times oh, yeah? uh and and he's a nice dude and uh i feel like his use of background circa any point in his career far outstripped the use of background that jim davis generally does you mean uh in the final panel the solid wall of i'm gonna say light red and the floor of obnoxious green uh you don't yeah. think that those are suitable backgrounds the the one thing artistically I like about this strip is the double wide final panel. I yes, I like that. That is very. I, good. I think it just kind of gives it a nice framing. That's good. Look, oh. we we all know that real spies don't dress like Humphrey Bogart. They dress like mechanical engineers because they want to steal engineering secrets. That's true. Fred Deweese, you are a spy. Get off this podcast. A, I refuse. B, you have said that you are not a mechanical engineer. And I think that that is bullshit. Just because your title is no longer mechanical engineer doesn't mean you aren't you yourself, Andrew Dowsman, are no longer a mechanical engineer. I like to I like to think as a mechanical engineer retired. I got a little RET. You're not retired. You still work. Retired, not as a mechanical engineer. I got the RET thing. Retired is a word that has a meaning. Yeah, it's RET. You know. No, you could say uh, mechanical engineer. Unemployed because you're not employed as a mechanical engineer. Oh, that would be that'd be good. Like if if I definitely want people on LinkedIn to feel sorry for me, I could just write yeah. un, unemployed. Uh, can I also say that High Roller Hydra 87 is an active poster on GoComics.com? Like, like right now? Yeah, like he has. Is several, he posting right now? Not at this very moment, probably. But oh, that would be incredible. Has, he has several posts in the last uh, couple of months. Uh, let's see, high roller, hydrated. Oh, that's let's incredible. You and uh, I... yeah, he he reads AJ and Magnus, Broom okay. Broom Hilda. There's a blast from the past. Yeah. Uh, how to cat? Okay. Crabgrass. Cats. Okay. Ca- cats cafe. Okay. I'm sensing a theme. BFGF syndrome, which seems like maybe a modern web comic. I'm not into it. This sounds. This sounds like my daughter's actually like, like collection of uh, uh, mostly cat-based cartoons. We're about comics. We're about to diverge. Uh, Dilbert. Sorry. I uh, know. Dilbert classics by Scott Adams, who's kind of an asshole, I think. Yeah, remember when it was cool to like Dilbert, or at least okay? No. To like Dilbert? No, I don't. You remember when you didn't feel like a like a bad human being for supporting Scott Adams when you okay. enjoyed a Dilbert cartoon? Yes, that I do yeah. remember. Okay. Uh, Phoebe and her unicorn. Never heard of it. Uh, the adventures. Oh, of... my my daughter loves Phoebe and her unicorn. It's, really? It's pretty cute. Maybe yeah, you it's should really good. see if your daughter is into. Uh... 
the other comics that High Roller Hydra 87 is into, which include... My daughter is also into Breaking Cat News, which is about uh, a family of cats. Uh, I can't get into it. Yeah, I read, I've a, tried. I read a couple of those on your, uh, not recommendation, but on your mention, and uh, I found it confusing. I was perplexed. Let's put it this way. There's, there's a reason that uh, Jonathan Gibson and uh, Christopher Winter have done 1,512 episodes of Garfield and not 1,512 episodes of Breaking Cat News. And that's because uh, there are not 1,512 episodes of Breaking Cat News to do. Yeah, that is true. Uh, and that is that's sort of the inevitable march of time, right? Is like, this it? I mean, is this the inevitable march of time? Does this conclude our time together, Fred? Like this is. Uh, no, because I haven't read the list of what, the rest of what High Roller eighty seven, High Roller Hydra eighty seven is into. Do you want to just read that while I while I read the the closing uh, statement, and we'll just yeah. cross talk, and it'll be kind no, of funny. No, that's fine. The Adventures of Business Cat, Peanuts, Garfield, Pearls Before Swine, Calvin and Hobbes. I win. You've been listening to being Jim Davis. We were somewhere around Barristow on the edge of the desert when the Garfield began to take hold. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit the show website, www.beingjimdavis.com. My son just handed me a picture of an otter. This is a great otter. Thank you very much, big guy. Let me turn on my uh, video. Can I see the picture of the otter? Yeah, yeah. You can also follow the show on Twitter uh, at beingjimdavis.com. It's a good otter. why not uh, visit the website? There's some things you can do. You know, you can record an episode of Sandwich Club. What was that, buddy? Oh, thank you. I will keep it. Okay, I'll hang it up in a little bit. Right now, I'm telling listeners about Sandwich Club. Uh, that's what that's what you're listening to us on. Cause yeah. John and Chris almost, are never going to put this on Almost certainly feed, right? Sandwich Club. Even if I do yeah, a really good job of editing feed. and make us right. seem like we're nice, sober people, they're, we're Sandwich Club. <laughs> With the man and the cat and the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. With the man and the cat and the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. With the man and the cat and the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. Leave the right hand panel to God. With the man and the cat and the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. Leave the right hand panel to God. Hi everyone, my name is Fred Deweese and I am Jim Davis. A correction must be issued for an error that was made during the recording of this episode. The passive voice is being used to avoid assigning blame, but I think we all know who was at fault. The date and number of this episode is misidentified by one of the hosts as Thursday, August 8th, 1982, and the episode number as 1112. In fact, the date is Sunday, August 8th, 1982, and you have just finished listening to the 1,512th episode of Being Jim Davis. We sincerely regret the error and apologize to you, the listener. Andrew Dowsman is a jerk. Thank you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.